You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what are you doing? Today, I'm representing one of my favorite books that you chose not to read uh, going through school. I already forgot, I forgot the name of it. What was it West Side Story with the Greasers? The Outsiders? The Outsiders. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> because you got the hair slicked back looking like Johnny Travolta over here. That's it. Just give me a leather jacket. <laughs> give me a pack of Joe Camels. <laughs> Let me smoke. I'm yeah. surprised that you're putting this uh, this foot forward on the, on the podcast. Man. You know what, man? I just... I just said, screw it. I wet my hair. I combed it straight back, and I walked out of the door. I think it looks good. No products. No products in there either? Nothing. This do is you, natural. Do you find, like, this part of your, like, the non-comb-over side, like, sticks up like crazy? Or no? After a shower, it does. But then I just comb it straight back. And it doesn't stick up after you comb it down? Correct. Oh, mine goes wild, man. Really? Yeah, wild hog. Oh, just mine doesn't. crazy. No, it just lays. Do you have a colic in the back of your head? Yeah. At all? Yeah. Yeah. I got two of them. I got one in the front, one in the back. I just ride that wave. Do you really? Where's yeah. the one in the front? Are you serious? Yeah. That's the natural comb over that I do. That's all colic. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I got licked when I was a kid <laughs> out in the farms. <laughs> why do they call it that? I have no idea why it's a colic. But it's, it's, we'll research it for next episode. Yeah, it's a colic, but who cares? So anyways, we got we to gotta touch on a ton of different topics. Because a lot's happened since we've been quarantined for another week. That's right. New data. <laughs> New testing for every resident. Murder bees everywhere. Yeah, the bees are showing up. Jesus The Christ. wild hornets. People are still driving in their cars with masks on. I don't know, man. So, all right, let's talk. Why did on... we lose all the intelligence as a society? Don't, That's don't what get I me wanted. started. <laughs> don't get me started. I'm going to get all fired up. Like, there's no common sense. None. None. I'm going to be locked in my car while I drive 15 minutes to the store. Should probably have a mask on. You gloves, too. Yeah. Keep the gloves on. Touch every surface and then climb back in my car and keep my gloves on. Because I got to keep my skin super smooth. I got to keep it protected. I just don't get it. There's no logic. The people that drive with masks on are the same people that drive with hazards on when there's no hazard. <laughs> just because it's snowing a little bit? Yeah. So, 
All right. We got to talk about what we're drinking because this is special. Very special. 1792 Full Proof. Just came out. Limited edition. How did you find it? Uh, I got notified. So oh, The BHH hookup. Yeah, the BHH hookup from our insider. Um, I had to... This is rattling. I had to... Uh, I can't talk too much about it, but I, I had to knock out something that involved liquor. It was a task that I was assigned. So I reached out to our friend Justin Hartman and said, what's new in the uh, Kentucky bourbon world? Because obviously we primarily focus on local. So he informed me that 1792 just came out with a foolproof limited edition. Uh, it's 62.5% ABV, 625 so that you and I are on the same page. So 196 proof? That's not weird. <laughs> so it's 125 proof. Uh, depending on where you go, this bottle ranges from 100 to $150. Um, it's apparently really smooth. Throw that. Throw it up to the camera. Let people see this beautiful bottle. I have, it is gorgeous. I have no idea what this is going to taste like other than hot. Uh, but, yeah, so 1792 full proof. So this is going to be a genuine reaction from both of us because we have never had this whiskey before. Correct. A lot of the other stuff that we've done on an episode, we've either talked with one of the people from the company and they've given us samples or it's just something that you and I have already had. You and I both have never had this and this is going to come out hot. Hot. This is rocket fuel. Hence my hair. So (laughs) It's going to be standing up at the end of this episode. 100%. So... uh, It won gold in 2020 at the San Fran World Spirits Competition, and it won Whiskey of the Year by Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible, which is a pretty big honor. Um, So I'm excited for that. Your next question is probably going to be, where'd you get it, Mike? Mm -hmm. So I got it from our friend over at Wanaka Liquor Store, Joe Vidal, who owns it. Um, They've been open for several years. They have kind of like an astonishing selection for the size that they have. Are you familiar with Hamburg mm-hmm. and Wanaka? Yeah. You know where the Blockbuster used to Wakanda. be? It's <laughs> true. Um, how dare I <laughs> mispronounce the... Never seen that either, but anyway. The uh, the Blockbuster that used to be in that plaza. Yep. Next to Wilson Farms. Mm-hmm. He They took it over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he... Uh, <clears throat> I think it got split in half because Blockbuster owned like a good part of that plaza. Uh, or I'm sorry, plaza. But... They took over, like I said, half of that blockbuster, um, and they have a huge selection of wine, a insane selection of bourbons. They have really nice scotches as well. They have every year uh, McLevin, I was telling you about. Um, McLovin? <laughs> help me out. The water's got me hyped, bro. We haven't even had a sip yet. Nope. I have a lot of McLovin. <laughs> I'm thinking about the movie Superbad at the same time, which is horrible. So, anyways, they have... Uh, you're mixing up McClellan, McCallan, and Glenlivet. All that's coming together, and you're coming up with and the movie And the movie Superbad, and my, one of my favorite characters of all time. It's another Mike-ism. Let it happen. Oh, my God. This is why we this lose would, subscribers. This would not be the Buffalo Happy Hour if there weren't any Mike-isms. <laughs> True. Just started. This is going to be a riot. So they've been open for several years. Uh, He does offer military discount. So if any local vets are listening to this, definitely check them out. Wanaka Liquor Store. uh, But that's where I picked up this bottle. And I was stoked that they had it. So 
So a little bit about 1792. You would think, Mike, what does 1792 mean? What would you think buying this that 1792 means? Like that's when they started the distillery. Wrong. This distillery was started. It's Barton Distillery, and it was actually started in 1879. So then you would ask the question, then why is it called 1792? I was going to formulate my own story like I did last week with Four Roses, but I didn't think so. We should probably get this more right. So 1792 is actually when Kentucky joined the United States, June 1st, 1792. So that's why they called the distillery and their product 1792. Is it because they're also the oldest distillery in Kentucky? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, I found that they were the oldest fully operating distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky. They're sitting on 196 acres. Mm-hmm. Some of the distilleries that we've been to, they have one barrel house, or they have a section of their distillery that incorporates their barrel house. Like, it's just kind of like an off room. Well, they have 29 all separate buildings that are their barrel houses. 29 of them. That's insane. Then they have 22 other buildings that includes a still house and the legendary Tom Moore Spring. So they offer tours daily. Uh, they have three different tours. The Barton Tradition Tour, the Bushel to Bottle Tour, and the 1792 Estate Tour. Wow. So that's what I got out of my quick research on 1792. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So this is, like you said in the first place, is known to be very smooth. They don't do the traditional like chill filtration or anything. They do plate and frame filtration, and normally their product is aged about eight and a half years. Okay. So that's where you're getting a lot of that smooth, consistent taste from. And also their mash bill, it's not on their website, and people, it's really hard to find their mash bill. But from what I've seen, people have been estimating the mash bill being 75% corn, 15% rye, and 10% malted barley. So that's kind of where you're getting all the, your, your different flavors from, which is a pretty higher rye content than most traditional bourbons mm-hmm. uh, being 15 I mean, it's not as high as the larceny right no the four roses, four roses that we had yeah it's not as high as that but it's, it's still pretty high um but yeah very very interesting uh like you said i had down here too that they won the 2020 world whiskey of the year which just isn't a testament to the actual product itself and how amazing this is going to be i'm excited that this beep hasn't gone off yet because it's build building the anticipation you know oh yeah their their single batch is an incredible everyday drinker. Yeah. And it's not overly priced by any means. Um, so I, was, I have a bottle of that, of that at the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to figure this week so out, man. So you know what 1792 t- is going to taste like somewhat. This is going to be different, but generally. I've never had any 1792 products. It's good, dude. It's I'm really pumped. good. Yeah. Pumped. When the roan is over with, I'll try to save you some small batch. But apparently, according to you, I drink every single night. So, Dude, you do. I mean... You come over and you're like, dude, do you still have some 12 bar left? Dude, do you still have some larceny left? It's like, yeah, dude, I don't drink every night. I don't know what you want from me. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Starting a podcast with an Irishman, dude. We drink. I I mean, do we... No, the bourbon cream's gone. The coffee liqueur is still there. And the screwball's there. And the gin's still there. Yeah. Journey's making progress on it, though. Well, tell her to hurry up. Journey does her best. Yeah, she does. I'm glad she's around. Yeah, she will but, be home soon. Went to go get groceries today. It's such a project going to get groceries. How many times have you guys gone grocery shopping since this whole thing started? Do you, We like, haven't. We've done Instacart. But that brought up a question. She's not home yet? Instacart? Yeah. 
So you're making some poor 18-year-old kid get the Rona, and you won't go get it yourself. So far, all of our people, because I watched them through the window like a creep to make sure I don't get robbed, has been totally middle-aged. But there was a shadow that ran past that glass block, and she hasn't walked in the door. So should we make sure that someone didn't escape? The door is closed, so it should be fine. Okay. <laughs> How long ago did it run past the window? Like 45 seconds. That's our first beep, first too. First beep. All right, let's take a sip. Oh, yeah. Let me take a sip, and then I'll figure out if either my girlfriend's home or my dog escaped. Ooh. I was not expecting that initial taste at all. What is that? I was expecting very deep oak, and <clears throat> this is just a huge mix of, like, Burnt cinnamon sticks and vanilla right off the bat. You get punched in the mouth with vanilla, and it's like a caramel... Cinnamon. Yeah, there's like a caramel... It, yeah, it's like a blend between a caramel and a cinnamon that just kind of fills your mouth, and then, dude, it dissipates quick. It does not linger at all. The burn lingers, lingers though. The taste doesn't linger for me. The burn lingers. I'm getting a burn in my stomach, though. Yeah. I'm not getting a burn anywhere... That's 125 proof will do, yeah. Yeah, Let me check to make sure I still have a dog. Um, you can keep talking if you want, or we can cut this out. Just make sure you still got a dog. Don't break anything. Jeez. Alright. For all of our concerned viewers on YouTube, Journey's home, but she drives like an animal coming up the driveway. Apparently, going 45 miles an hour through the garage door just to deliver groceries. You would think Cleo just ran out and was like, I'm not your dog, and ran away. <laughs> no, that's just the car. Don't worry. Well, she stealthily entered the house. She's not inside yet. What is she doing? I don't know. I'm not her keeper. That's true. You're not. But, dude, this hits you. This is an interesting taste right off That's the a full body, too, man. Like that, I felt like I was drinking a shake or like some kind of a meal. There's a lot going on in this. Yeah, it doesn't go down light. No. This is crazy. Oh it's it's insane because the burn hits your mouth before you can even taste any type of flavor. They hide the fact that it's 125. See, I think that it's... If you were to give me this <clears throat> in, like, a Larceny or something, or even Four Roses, I could tell you that this is hotter. This is... This, to me, screams hot. To you, it doesn't? My, really? my palate's changing, bro. Really? The hottest we've had was 128. And the only reason I remember that is because of 28. That's my number. And that was out of the barrel. Yeah, it was a bottled in bond. So, okay. I should say this. Like, this is hot, but I'm not, like, dying. I'm not sweating like I am well, sometimes. Obviously, but what I think God, that's this good. comes from, like, the reason that I can tell that it's hot <clears throat> is the initial, like, touch to my tongue. Not a taste. The actual physical liquid touching my tongue burns immediately. And then it goes down smooth with the different flavors. So, like, if I didn't have that first initial touch, I wouldn't think that this is hot. But the fact that as soon as this hits my tongue, it starts burning, and then it goes away quick, and then lingers kind of at the end, 
I wouldn't say this is a very, very smooth 125, but I could definitely tell that it's a hotter bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Like, what else are you getting before we move on? Well, we'll save all that for the rating. Oh, God. I just want to talk about this now. I know. Well, we will. I hope these, I wish these beeps were faster. Every five minutes, you and I are just taking shots. When you hear certain words, do you think of certain songs? Example, you just said the word faster, so now I'm just literally screaming Metallica in my head. Faster! Yeah. Faster! <laughs> give me, give me, give me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So I'm not the only I'll one? I'll break out in song literally all the time. All right. I like it. Well, like, I, I have this thing that I'm working on uh, for work, and the thing that I'm working on is called phone, like F-O-N, and every single time I see that, I go, I'm at a pay, like that Maroon 5 song. Oh, and I just yeah. Start, Singing it for like the next seven hours. The song Payphone for those yeah. that didn't pick that up. So goodness. Nailed it. So the Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, Did she just hear? dropped something. No, I'm talking about my voice. I hope I didn't just destroy this microphone. No, the only thing you destroyed was your potential singing career. Oh no, dude, it's full flight. I already got a, an agent and everything. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. So let's discuss what I did recently to annoy Colleen. She's bowling upstairs. <laughs> Literally sounds like Journey is up there bowling. I don't understand. Every week she comes up with a yep. new sound. Oh, yeah. It's this week's edition. Cleo doesn't bark anymore. It's now, what do we have? <laughs> All right, what did you do to annoy Colleen? I talked about moving out of state. Nice. She wasn't a fan, like at all. She rolls her eyes. So I was like, well, soon. I'm just going to keep planting seeds in the garden of life. What do you think her reasoning behind it is? She already made her move. She already moved to Buffalo from Syracuse. She has a career. She has a house. She has me. Her family's here. Even though she's got family in Maine, she's got family in Baltimore. But that's fine. We're not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about her family in Syracuse. Her sister has also moved from Syracuse to Buffalo um, first. I will give her credit on that. But, you know, she doesn't want to move again. And I get it. Totally get it. But I don't know if you saw this, but uh, today, Erie County came out and said that they are $128,000 again, $28, in deficit in regards to sales tax revenue. So they're going to try to find a way to fix that. So On top of everything else that's still going on. That's just sales tax. Correct. So the comptroller has to notify Mark Polencars, who's a county executive, who then has seven days to come up with different courses of action to resolve the deficit. Then in seven days, the comptroller has to rebuttal the different ways that polling cars deemed like, so basically the comptroller has seven days to come back and say, I have issues with these courses of actions. Here's why. After those seven days, it goes to the county legislator and they have 21 days to come up with okay this is the issue this is the ways that it was presented to be fixed and we have 21 days to figure out what way we're going to pick to go about fixing it so by middle of june we should find out what their plan is which it's probably going to be the same as all the other times not going to be a free plan raise the taxes baby (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so we have one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars in sales tax revenue in Erie County alone. The state of New York is at $13 billion and counting for overall deficit and debt. Um, we have an additional thousands of people that are waiting for unemployment checks who haven't gotten a single check since March. Um, we're doing good, bro. 
doing good. So I asked Colleen, I said, look, one of these days, the state's going to come a knocking because they need money and we are going to be broke because we can't afford the taxes. So why don't we move to a state that doesn't have these issues? Wasn't having it. So I poured myself some 1792 small batch, (laughs) sat on the porch and contemplated my life. (laughs) Now, yes, everybody's going to say my state's going through the same thing. And to an extent, yes, everyone's going through the same thing because this pandemic is hitting the entire country. Sure. But not every state has New York City. Not every state has New York City. And not every (laughs) state. You wonder why we actually do drink. This is why we actually drink. The state of New York caused us to have this wall. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, And have every single bottle on this wall empty. Yeah. And the problem is Cuomo will always be in office. So here's the thing that most people don't know. People complain about term limits. There are term limits. Except, like we discussed in another episode earlier... There is no limit to the amount of times that Cuomo can be uh, governor consecutively. He can stay there for as long as he gets reelected. Mm-hmm. And right now, he's got a 94% approval rating due to his response to the Rona. So the chances of him getting reelected are even higher than they were before. So we shall see what happens. But people are aware that nothing is free. Taxes are going to be incredibly impacted i'll say because of this whole thing and uh here we are working monday through friday sometimes saturday this makes me so frustrated (laughs) because there's literally nothing that we can do yeah there is move well outside of that correct no there's not because what are you gonna do vote cool you voted there's still thousands of cool. millions of people in New York City that are voting for him, so my vote literally doesn't matter for New York. Correct, but it on principle, it does matter. Yes, obviously. Yes, yes, we have to vote, but... Dude, this is such a mess. Yeah. I don't know why people think that he's doing a good job. And the problem... Same thing federally. Just because we change the person in the chair doesn't matter. I mean, you just change the general manager at your local tops. That's pretty much what you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really... Come on. You know what I mean? They're just going to inherit the same dumpster fire. So what? what is a new person going to do? You know? Right. I just, here we are. They spend the first four years fixing the mistakes of their predecessor, and then the next four years making new mistakes for their next incumbent to inherit. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing as becoming president. My uncle gave me this fantastic breakdown who... Um, He had a sensational career in the military and worked with a lot of interesting people. I'll put it at that. He's since retired. Um, However, he did tell me when he was in, he basically got the breakdown uh, from his colleagues. So you get four years in office as president, right? So your first year, you're basically given not only your security clearances, but your briefs. I'm like, hey, this this is what's going on in the world. All right, sit down. (laughs) Let me tell you what's happening. You should probably take a seat. Yeah. So you proposed all these things to get elected. Cool. We'll try to, we'll try to accommodate. However, here's why we can't do 96% of those things. So the second year is they're like, okay, I understand the overall situation. I have way better situational awareness because I now have most of the security clearances. We're good to go. So let's, let's make this change. Let's make this change. Their cabinet directs, advises, things like that. Their third year they're already prepping to leave office and and or to get reelected. 
That's it. <laughs> so the third year, they're focusing on re-election while drill, still trying to implement some change, things that they can do for re-election, things like that. The fourth year, a straight campaign. So you have one year in office to implement change because the rest of it, you're playing politics. Mm-hmm. And then if you do get reelected, cool, you're then prepping for post-office life by your seventh year. And then your eighth year, you're just chilling, waiting to see what's going to happen, and then you're playing politics on your way out. Like, you really think Obama was doing a ton of work leading up to the 2016 election? Of course not, because the country would go in two different directions based on who got elected. It's the same thing now. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) what... I mean, do you want that job? I don't want that job. No. What are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do if you just inherit the United States of America? I Like, you're, you're campaigning, you're doing all this work, you're having fun, you're miserable because your whole life is getting ran through, and then by some miracle you do get elected, regardless of what side you're on, and then you're sitting there. Oh my God, I'm the president of the United <laughs> States. Now what am I going to do? Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, same thing with New York. And I'm sure that even happens if you're a mayor, if you're a governor. I The amount of stress, I'll pass. So you would never... Did you ever think about running for office? No. <laughs> Hard no. And it's funny because I have a lot of friends that I served with that bring that up. They're like, dude, you should get into, you should get into politics. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. Like, what do you want me to do? Mail you a button? <laughs> Wear my face around? You know, put my face on your lapel? Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> I'm not running for office. No way. I, Dude, my chances of being elected ran out when I was in second grade. I was a disaster. <laughs> and what these people do now in politics, there's no way I would You're survive. Digging up things from 30 years ago. Yeah. It's like I wasn't there's, even born yet. How am yeah. I blamed for this? Yeah. The amount of things that I said, the amount of things that I did, I mean, there's just – and none of it's bad. Yeah. But in today's PC culture – I mean, Jesus, you might as well just put me in the next bus to hell. Dude, Facebook memories, when they come up with, like, what What did you say eight years ago? I'm like, oh, Jesus, I said this eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, I've deleted a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a different time. And for that to be the precedent going forward, that anything anyone does ever in their entire life before they went into office is now going to be scrutinized. There's going to be no one wanting to get into politics. Nobody wants to right now. And if their whole history is being like under a microscope, no way. Look at this, no dude. Way. Every time we post a video for this podcast, it's out there forever. Yep. Forever. Oh, yeah. And any one sentence can get scrubbed, twisted, used against us. I mean, and it's the most basic thing in the world. It could make us go viral. So please take that sentence out, post it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, but it, it's true everything's out there i mean the the folding table's out there for life yeah the starter from the bottom the bottom's always going to be there it's a humbling experience it sure is but now we're freaking 32 episodes in drinking 125 proof and uh this is going to get a little hairy you can say that again uh, I, my hair already grew three inches since we started recording <laughs> But yeah, so never you would never run for office, never run for any type of political party. No. No. Would you? No. <laughs> I've thought about it. Like I've watched two seasons of Designated Survivor, and I'm like, I could probably do this. But the, then the reality set in, and I'm like, I do not want to do this. You know how much money you need? Oh my gosh, yeah. You know how much capital you and need? And still lose. Bloomberg spent $40 billion and still lost. So I don't know what this dude's doing. You know how much he could have helped with this coronavirus relief if he didn't spend it all campaigning to lose? 
Politics is selfish in nature, brother. Yeah. Note to self, if you're 5'1", don't run for office. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I forgot his nickname. What was it? Mini Mike? <laughs> Mini Mike. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine what they come up with for us? Dude, oh yeah, yeah. Drop a comment. What would our political, like, slang namesake be? I'm curious what my nickname would be. No, you're not. You if, don't want to know. Dude, if it's negative, I'm all about it. I'd laugh so hard. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. I can't even speak. I can't even name Scotch. It's true. I'm running a whiskey podcast and I mess up McLovin. Yeah, yeah you got McLovin in the store right now. <laughs> I know. Him and his fake ID. Ah, oh, dude, crazy. Crazy stuff. But yeah, we're just going to keep tracking along. And uh, we'll just go with the flow. Go with the flow. At least we're not banning assault weapons in our country right now, at least. It's too vague. If you're going to ban something, be very specific. AR-15, the AR means assault rifle. Don't you know that? I actually looked into New York State when that whole thing got passed in Canada. And I said, what does New York State consider an assault rifle or an assault-style weapon? And they named manufacturers. And I was like, oh. Okay, I mean, I guess that kind of helps. Um, and then they, as you scroll down, they list and name any manufacturer that manufactures and sells any variant of an AK-47. Really? Yep. Just straight up, anything that remotely resembles an AK, they're like, gone. Ban it. I was like, all right. Roger that. It's crazy. You know, in Vermont, I learned something. Vermont doesn't have permits. What do they do? They open carry? 100%. Open, concealed carry. Any resident, really? any resident, non-resident, as long as you're above the age of 16, you can buy a firearm in the state. However, the federal law trumps it where right. you have to be 18 to buy a firearm, but you can, whatever you want, You know bro. who represents Vermont? Bernie, bro. <laughs> Bernie. It's shocking. Yep. No permits whatsoever. You can live there. You don't have to live there. If you're there, if you're within the borders of Vermont, you can open carry whatever sidearm you want and just go to Walgreens. That's crazy. Yep. I was talking to my buddy about it. Who's a, um, he's a law enforcement official and or officer. And he, uh, he said that he's got buddies that got hired in New York that were from Vermont. They were troopers in Vermont and they would pull over cars that they, most times they would have like 10 different sidearms on their passenger seat. And just like, what's up, man? And I was like, no, I'm just driving. He was like, all right, pulled you over for speeding. I was like, can't do anything about it. But oh he, they'd have like 10 pistols in their passenger seat. Just so it doesn't chilling. have to be registered or anything like that? As far as I don't know. What are you going to register it on? There's no permits. Jesus. <laughs> I wonder why we have a gun problem here. <laughs> there is no gun problem. It's a culture problem. <laughs> I know, Mike. I was kidding. Yes. Everyone's been quarantined. And this was the first month of March that didn't have a school shooting. Guns aren't the problem. Everyone's home with their guns. If something would have happened, if the guns could grow legs and start shooting, it would have. <laughs> Correct. It's a tool. Just like anything else. Just like a baseball bat. Just like we are. Tools. 100%. People kill people. It's not where I was going with it. <laughs> okay. I know, but that's where I'm going with it. McLovin for days. McLovin. Uh, so where would you move if you could move? South Carolina. Why? So many reasons, but I'll start. All right, I'll start. Your video with, did not freeze. Mike was just thinking. Yeah, there were so many things I wanted to fall out of my word hole, and I just got too excited. All right, I love the feel of South Carolina. I love the weather. I love the atmosphere. I like the overall environment. Um, my buddies live down there. They could get me a job. 
that's secure, safe, 401, benefits, salary, consistent pay, and a company that's been there for a while, that is going to be there for a while, you know, so I got that. Cost of living is cheaper. You can buy more for less, more freedoms, less tax, better weather. Did I mention that? (laughs) You know? (laughs) I think you did. I just, I love South Carolina. The other states that I would move to is South Dakota, Montana, Tennessee, Maine. You're one of those country boys. I was born in the wrong state, dude. I want land. I want to relax in my riding lawnmower and put my designs in my lawn and sit there and drink a beer and that's it. Cook. We're a disaster. I want to grill. <laughs> I want to drink bourbon, drive my truck, shoot on my own property. I want a compound. I want my house to be a compound that encompasses all things that I need. I have a garden. I can work out. There's a pool. I can shoot all within my own property line. Like all the things. I want Wouldn't to you d- miss human interaction though, if that was the case? No. I want a double wide <laughs> driveway. I want a hose hookup in my driveway so I can detail all my vehicles my, myself. I have the weather that permits it where I don't have to worry about salt. Not in South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota, I'd have to worry about winter, but at the same time, it's South Dakota. There's no state income tax, so I don't care. I'd buy the biggest snowblower I can find and have at it. I love it, dude, because then I can maintain my property. I just, I'm all about self-sufficiency, and I just, those states are ideal for it. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to be. Wouldn't you want to move to, like, Los Angeles or Hollywood or somewhere, anywhere in California? No. (laughs) I don't want to deal with homelessness. I don't want to deal with insane high tax. And I did actually, when I was in LA, I was in Santa Monica for a week, and my buddy drove me through Hollywood Hills, and I literally was nauseous because of the culture shock. Like, I'm a car guy, but their dailies are Mm -hmm. Gran Turismo C's and... Bentley's and Rolls Royce's. I'm like, I can't fathom having a Maserati and a Rolls Royce in the same house driveway. Like that just blows my mind. All secured, all gated community housing. Don't get me started. But you know, it's like, it's tough because you and I've had this discussion multiple times. We're in Buffalo. We're the Buffalo happy hour podcast. We love Buffalo, but if it came to it, I would move too. No doubt, bro. But, like, we, you and I have this passion for Buffalo, passion for Buffalo sports, and passion for everything. And that would never change. I mean, Buffalo itself and the area and, like, the Four Seasons and not Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, but the actual Four Seasons here are so intriguing and exciting to experience. And you and I obviously have family here, quite, like, a lot of family here. And it's such a amazing place to live. But at the same time, if you had to move, you had to move. I would move. In a heartbeat. The thing that I'm worried about is literally going bankrupt because we have to pay for so much stuff that it really necessarily should not be on our plate to that extent. I'm all about, like I said before, I'm all about different programs that help people. Um, but for us to work 50 hours a week to fund New York City, that's frustrating. And I'm over that. You know, like... I'm cool paying my police. I'm cool paying my fire departments. I'm cool paying for my plows, my trash, things like that. But, dude, our sales, like, our sales property tax should not be that high. And, like, it's capped. And it's capped for a reason because they were literally going to keep increasing it. Like, that's, it's just frustrating. And we work way too hard. We're too well-educated. We have way too much potential to be, like, held down by a thumb of some government because they want to, 
implement some new policy that only benefits certain people. Like it's just not yeah. it's not ideal. If you took <clears throat> the same quality of living that you would have, so let, let's say your state tax and your county tax and everything like that is going to pay for Jesus. What are you doing? You might as well fill it up all the way and not the halfway. Um, if you take the same services that we have here, like police department, fire department, uh, infrastructure, street like maintenance, uh, garbage cleanup, all that stuff, and you put it in a different town but would pay less, or you would hire private people to come and do it for you and pay less, wouldn't you want to do that? I guess, yeah. Yeah, so... That is the problem with socialism and on its surface rather than opposed to capitalism because capitalism, you can shop for these different services even if they all have the same quality of service. So if you're going to give me a police department, but then you're also going to give me another police department that's privately funded but it's cheaper, I would take that because it's a it's going to be the same services, it's going to cost cheaper, and it's going to give me the, the same protection. So why not? It's the same thing as contracting right? versus the military. But we just keep paying into this programs, these programs that don't benefit us. On the like off the top, it doesn't benefit us at all, mm-hmm. and uh, th- that's where the frustrations are coming from, man. I'm we're fine now, right? But I'm I'm literally worried about what the state's going to look like in five years, because October of this year, it's going to be a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much more expensive. I mean, we're. Corona is going to impact a lot of different things economically. It already is. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Jay Crew just filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, not Jay Crew. Jay Crew, baby. No. Where am I going to get my button down? <laughs> All right, we're at like 36 minutes. You want to uh, want to hit that cocktail section? I don't know, man. I'm all fired up. I just want to start packing all this stuff up and just start heading south. And just be like, figure it out, Colleen. Dude, they got gators down there. Come on, man. They don't have gators where we're going to go. We're going to the golf course. Upstate. There's Upstate? Upstate South Carolina. There you go. Don't say upstate New York. I'm not going upstate New York. Plus, the here's the main reason I want to go to South Carolina, other than all the reasons I named. Clemson football, baby. Oh my God. Right, so we're not going to South Carolina. Oh, my God. You're the worst. Let me live my life. If Trevor Lawrence cuts his hair, I'll go. He's never going to cut his hair. <laughs> He's sunshine. I'm never going, man. He's sunshine. Never going. He's going to be a New England Patriot next year. All right, so. Drop the beat for the cocktail section. (laughs) Cocktails. All right, all right. You ready for my cocktail? Yep. Foolproof 1792. Neat. Which I'm all about after drinking this. It is incredible. And this is probably something you would put maybe a drop of distilled water in at most. Otherwise, just drink the rocket fuel, enjoy the full body of it, and make sure you got some time on your hands because you will not want to be driving after two glasses of this. No doubt. So neat. What was the other one that you had neat? Uh, Double oaked, cask and crew. There you go. This is very good. So good, bro. But understanding... Drinking neat isn't for everybody, so I got a cocktail for you. It's called the Georgia Smash. This is two ounces of 1792, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, one half ounce of creme de pêche, a half ounce of or 
I'm going to pull Mikeism. I don't know what this word is. I should have looked it up and I was going to beforehand, but orgy it. I, my mind went somewhere totally else that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> O-R-G-E-A-T. Orgy it. Sounds even worse. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> One mint sprig and a mint bouquet to garnish. <laughs> you shake. You strain it over a footed highball glass and add crushed ice and then that little mint bouquet to top it. Mm. Sounds delicious. I'm all about that mint. but You do love mint, dude. I don't know what this word is. Well, no idea. We'll do some research on it because what's, it's not what I think it is. <laughs> I can guarantee you it's not what you think it is. I mean, there are a lot of ingredients in one glass, but <laughs> it's not what you think it is. Uh, but yeah, so that's the cocktail, the, the Georgia Smash. Georgia Smash. I would never move to Georgia. Don't ask. Really? No. Why? They have paper mills and they smell like garbage. It's way too hot. I hate red clay that encompasses all of their land. And there's only one good section of Georgia, which includes mountains. And otherwise, I would never go back to Georgia. Nope. Not my place. What does Georgia have? Like, insects-wise? they have anything crazy? They got it. Yeah. They got gators there, too. They got snakes, they got spiders, they got mosquitoes, they got chiggers. Um, Do they it's have just killer bees? Probably soon. Just wait. Dude. What, where are they? Washington? Yeah. All right. But. Where they come from? Japan. And all these places are saying they're the Asia, Asia killer bees. It's like, where were you when he was calling it the Chinese virus and it was all terrible, but now you can call it the Asian killer bees. Whatever. Anyway, I saw this thing come through. And I'm like, killer bees, like murder hornets? Like, what does that even mean? And I looked at it, and it said in the description, murder bees kill 50 people a year in Japan. Japan has like 139 million people. And you're worried about 50 people that die from bees? I understand it's more of a problem, not for humans, but for the bee population. Because bees are going extinct to begin with. But come on. You're getting everybody worried up, worked up. It was on Time.com. It was on MSN, ABC, Fox, CNN. Killer bees are coming. They're going to kill us all. Dude, 50 people. You know how many people die in the U.S. from bees a year? 65. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the narrative, man. That pissed me off, and I had to bring it up because it is so stupid. Have you ever seen My Girl? Probably not because you've never seen any good movies. (laughs) Nicholas Cage and Excel refuse to watch it. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is one of the best actors of all time. Don't at me. National Treasures are great. Like, all right, Nicholas Cage, have dial ever, it back a little bit. Have you ever seen The Rock? What about Gone in 60 Seconds? Classics. Every preview I see of him, his hair is just longer and longer. And I'm like, dude, just cut the hair. Like, God, you look like a jamoke. Con Air is classic. God. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, new, new something. What were you saying? What movie? New, my girl. My girl. New girl. Not yeah. new girl. My girl. New girl's a great show. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Is that with Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Got it. Anyways, my girl is a movie about two young people that are friends, guy and a girl. The girl's dad owns a funeral home. Um, and it's in the house. It's kind of strange. And, uh, yeah, they, they ride on bikes, and then, uh, spoiler alert, but the boy that she's best friends with dies from bees. Oh, really? Yeah. He's got his glasses on, and then he gets stung, and he dies. <clears throat> he gets stung, like, 700 times, something crazy. He was like a swarm of bees, and that's how he dies at the end of the movie. Jeez. 
But like, what what interest does new like? I guess news sources have the vested interest of people clicking on the article to get them views. But why panic people over something that isn't even relevant? The killer bees are not going to come kill you. Public service announcement: not going to happen. What? If they're going to flip out about anything, they should flip out about mussels that ruin most lakes and oceans. And then they should talk about the wild boars that ruin millions of acres of farmland. killed by a boar. Dude, (laughs) those things are mean. I went on a pig hunt down in Pennsylvania. Those things are just vicious. And they make great bacon. I got, I still got some roast Pumba in my freezer, but <laughs> dude, those things are terrible. And they, they literally, they're like, they're an, uh, they're an, in, what is it? Um, McLovin. McLovin. <laughs> but <clears throat> they reproduce at a rapid rate, like bacteria okay. and you can't stop them. They just, they constantly mate and then they have all these spawns and their litters are huge and then they just run a rampant. And they just destroy farmland. In Texas, they destroy so much farmland that now they have legitimate helicopter hunts where you can go up with a minigun and shoot as many as you want just to get rid of what? them. Oh, yeah. It's like two grand. Go go up there. They give you NVGs, and you put your Kevlar on with NVGs. You flip them down. You grab your minigun. Doors open, and you just start having at it in the fields and just mow down these wild boars because they're Jesus. just such a pest. They're horrible. They're going to get taken down because of PETA. Dude, they know about it. They're probably fighting against it. They've been for a while, probably. But, yeah, I mean, they do nothing but breed, ruin crop, and then destroy the land. They're they're horrible. But nobody talks about that. It's Killer fine. bees, man. Killer they're bees. from Asia. We'll worry about the death of 60 people. 50. 50. What about obesity? When are we going to worry about that? When are we going to worry about... No, dude. Body positiveness. Heart- God, I know. I, I don't know, know what Every- I just said, but you know. Yeah, positive body image, which I get. I'm all about people being comfortable in their skin, but you have to realize that there's a point, right, where you it, can you can be healthy, health. you can survive winter, but at the same time, your heart's struggling a little bit, you should probably eat some broccoli. I don't know. What do I know? It's fine. I've never had broccoli. How do I eat this? <laughs> Grab the head and eat it raw. Eat it, Kevin. Eat it. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> Dude, that's another thing about PC culture. They, you can't even bring the office back. No. It you hurt. can't bring anything back. I know. All right. You, like, the second episode when they have diversity training. The first. The pilot. The pilot, yeah. The that, pilot was horrible. Was that No, diversity training was second, right? Or yeah, was that, but even still, the pilot yeah. was just horrible. It offended everybody. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it was no almost unwatchable. Today. How has South Park not been canceled yet? Because they win every lawsuit. Remember, they, got, really? they got sued by Yelp. So they had a whole episode about Yelp reviews, and then Yelp sued them. Sued the creators of South Park. So then South Park creators responded to the lawsuit with their lawyers as a Yelp review. No way. Yeah, dude, they trolled them. Oh, my God. (laughs) Family Guy, too. Family Guy gets sued almost every episode. It's, like, documented. You can look it up. They're constantly getting sued. But how are they not canceled, then? Because it's... They probably got some disclaimer somewhere in the fine print that no one knows about where it's just like, dude, we literally tell you, like, viewer discretion advised, like, this is probably going to offend whatever. Like, it's probably all in the... In the underwriting that nobody knows about. Yeah. They're like, you just offended 70,000 people whose ancestors died during that event. Like, we're you have to take this down. Just like, no. Like, comedy knows no bounds. We don't care about your feelings. Like, it's history. Well, the, it's, it's funny to see, like, what gets canceled and what doesn't. And what is allowed to be said in what situation. Like, my one of my favorite comedians, Anthony Jeselnik. 
terrible human when it comes to comedy. <laughs> Dude, he's he is amazing. such a riot. I love him with a passion. <laughs> but his special, when or his uh, show, The Justin Lick Offensive, was so bad. If you looked at it from an offense, like it's called the Justin Lick Offensive, so you're going to be offended. But if you look at it through that lens, dude, it was terrible. But for some reason, it, it kept going on until Comedy Central extinguished it. But it didn't have to do with lawsuits or anything. Hmm. Didn't they know Tosh run at that same issue? Yeah. God. It's just comedians, man. It's it's a, a tough world to be in. I couldn't imagine being a comedian right now. Remember when Bill Burr was talking about men beating women? And then he's... Every special. And then he's standing there on stage and he goes, look at it. Look how uncomfortable it is in here right now. Yeah, yeah. He goes, this is a joke. Yeah. He goes, if you actually beat women, I hope you die in a car fire. Right. Something along those lines. We're just like, this isn't... Obviously, it's not right, but... It's comedy. Yeah. Like, relax. And then, he, and then of course, he spins it, and he goes, "When did, you know, of course they deserved it. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? He's so funny. <laughs> if your wife DVRs something and she forgets to record the half hour after, just in case it goes into overtime, then you can beat her. It's like, <laughs> all right, Bill, relax a little bit. <laughs> He's an Speaking animal. Speaking of which, uh, Call of Duty came out with their uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Okay. And one of the biggest things in the game when it came out back oh, in the time was the Russia airport scene where you literally walk through the metal detectors and mow everybody down with machine guns. They didn't take it out. I'm shocked. I thought that they were 100% going to take it out. You had to like go through different like you had to acknowledge that you wanted to see it. It it made it had you choose like That's probably you, why they were able to keep it. Yeah, are you able to handle this graphic imaging and uh, this could potentially offend some people and you had to press uh, to get through it, but I'm shocked that they, that they left it in. Very shocked. That's wild. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know how some of these things are still on. But well, fine print, man. Read between the lines, you know. I'm sure Zoom there's in. underwriting. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Fun. Fun stuff. Not really. It's actually not fun. But no. And a lot of it is serious. But we're we're pricks and we make light of a lot of stuff. Because sometimes comedy is a way to get through some of the worst things in life. But all right. hey, in 1792, that's a good way to get through some things. In 1792, let's let's rate this thing. All right, <clears throat> we're back. Uh, whiskey, 1792. What are you getting for a label? Full proof brand? label branding. I'm getting an A plus plus check mark. I'm obsessed with their bottles. They're so elegant. They're very elegant, and I like that they have the gold in there too. Yeah, it's a unique bottle. Nothing that we have so far is like the same bottle. Um, it has the gold lettering for the 1792 foolproof and all the stuff at the bottom. Then it also has that gold cap at the top. Very, very, very classy. I like it. A plus plus check mark. Is that what you gave it? For show. For show. All right. The nose. A lot of heat in the nose. Yeah, dude. If you're smelling this whiskey off the top, your first thought is not how delicious this is going to be. Your first thought is this is going to ruin my insides. <laughs> I'm still giving it an A+. Yep, A+. I'll give it an A+. I don't want to go too high because this is fully burn, like full alcohol and a little bit of vanilla. Yeah, it's straight ethanol and vanilla in the nose. I agree, I agree, I agree. This is one of the whiskeys that if you dip your, like if you put your nose directly inside the glass and inhale as much as you can, you'll pass out. 100%. I'm lightheaded, Derek. Right? Yeah, it's intense. It'll put you through the ringer. Yeah, it's a lot of ethanol. Woof. Yeah. Big E words. The, <laughs> your, but your first thought is not how 
savory and tasteful this drink is going to be. No. Which is something important to note because if somebody gives you a glass, especially if you're a whiskey like enthusiast, your first temptation is to smell it. For most things, even like food, your first temptation is to smell it. Smell is a huge part of taste. If you smell this, you're not thinking this is going to taste very good from from like a flavorful standpoint. Yeah. All right. So A plus for that. Initial taste. Dude, what are you even getting? I'm getting in the initial taste. I'm getting like a smoked vanilla paired with, and this is the ending of the initial taste, like a a dark cherry cinnamon blend. That's what I'm getting. This is hot, dude. This is hot. I'm getting caramel and cherry on the end. That's it. And heat. I'm not getting a lot of... I'm not getting, like, really any honey. Um, the vanilla is mostly in the nose. But even still, it's just, like, it's heat that owns you. And then the back of the initial taste is just, like, a, a touch of cherry. And then you get um, just, like, a smooth, a smooth run down your throat afterwards. Which I would... But you can That's feel still, it. Yeah, but you, yeah, you could feel it hit your stomach, and I would still go with like a caramel, a buttery caramel, for the the ending note, through the initial taste. I mean, that pretty much just coats your throat into your stomach, and then once it hits your stomach, it's just like you drank some sort of fiery liquid that is just destroying any ounce of lunch. It's just setting it on fire. This is very interesting because the first second and the last second burn. Yeah. But everything in between makes you want that next sip. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, A++ checkmark for A++ the initial taste? Mark, yeah. I looked at a review of this. And somebody came up with syrup-soaked raisins. I'm not getting that. I'm getting... I understand where they're coming from with the syrup, though. Because that's like the buttery caramel on the end. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a honey... Um, I think the raisins... The syrup makes sense. I think the raisin portion might be confused with cherries because I'm getting more of a, a cherry than a than a than like a dried raisin. I'm not getting any raisin. The syrup yeah, definitely makes cherries, sense. Yeah. The syrup definitely makes sense. <clears throat> Cherry syrup. So, there you go. Just straight 7-Up. Just kidding. Um, you want to do buttery, buttery caramel... And cherry yeah. for the initial taste. Ending notes. Uh, cherry, I would put an ending taste. And right. initial taste, I would put like the buttery syrup, cinnamon type syrup. taste. Yeah. And cinnamon. Spell cinnamon. C i n n a m o n. Okay, good. And then for I don't know why people put an O in there. Cinnamon. Oh, yeah, it's an A. Yeah. Weirdos. So, okay, first of all, I can't find the average of two numbers, but I can just bang out cinnamon. No problems, no questions asked. Anyways. Yep, anyways. Ending note rating, A++ checkmark. 
I like this one a lot. Very faint, very faint. You can get some sort of like musty wet grass at the end, but that's very, very, very small. Not an overpowering taste at all. I also have been drinking Larceny all week, so that could be why I'm picking it up a little bit more, but this is so good. When it's done and it's been a little bit, you can start to pick up the oak. But you got to, you, so you just took a sip, wait like 20 seconds, and then you'll, you'll really start to kind of be able to pick up a little bit of oak on the back of your throat. Not, not a lot. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, a little bit. I can see it. Which is interesting because this is aged for eight and a half years, right? The flavor profile and the initial taste and the smell are not what you would expect. It's, I did not expect any of this. No, I didn't either. It's still, it's like the perfect blend between smoky, smooth, and just, dude, it's a really sound product. This is not an everyday drinker, though. No, this is a special One, occasion. because of the price. It's a little bit pricey. But two, because if you drink this every day, you will get some sort of hole in your stomach. I'm 100% com- confident in that. But... This is something that you do have at a special occasion or like one glass a week. I would not have this every day. Uh, no. This is going to be around for a while. Nailed it. Oof. You got to stop eating a wash so you can hit all these marks, bro. Final rating. Give me that countdown. Ooh. Oh, that deep breath. Right after I drank it, brought out a lot of vanilla and caramel. I think you got to refill your glass. <laughs> All right. Final rating. Three, two, one. 94. 97. Nice. Nailed it. What is it, Mike? I, 97 to 94? 90, 95 and a half? Yep. Nice, dude. Look at that. You're getting dude. so much better at math. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-five and a half. That was good, but like I said, I would not have expected this. This has a very deep color too. Yeah, it's a, it's a deep copper. This is the like the copper color that you see in your house when your house was built in like the nineteen sixties, and you just discovered the pipe. Yeah, and you have to cut it all <laughs> because it's not safe anymore. Yeah, because code. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, I definitely recommend to pick this up. Go to Wanaka Liquor Store. I'm not. I'm not sure if Tim at Elma Wine and Liquor has this. Um, to be honest, I I didn't ask. I have no idea. Um, but feel free to call them. See if they have it as well. But smash that subscribe button. Every subscriber helps. Uh, we're we're trying to you know grow and support local and and do our best. Even though we're drinking Kentucky bourbon during the coronacation. So thank you for uh, all support thus far. We're going to be posting more pics on Facebook and Instagram, of course, naturally, naturally, and uh, you know. This has been episode 32. Episode 33 is already in the works, so we got to figure that out. Stoked. So uh, next week is our last final week of the current Rona restrictions. So we'll see what phase one looks like across the state. I don't think Erie County is going to open up, but we'll see what happens. No, I don't think so either. We we didn't even talk about it. Today's May the 4th be with you, bro. Truth. Tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. Never seen any Star Wars movies. But we are ordering Mexican food for tomorrow. Okay. 
If there's one thing that you can count on me is always have the food hookups. For sure. What are you ordering from tomorrow? Uh, <clears throat> this place in Hamburg. Mexico City. Coyote Cafe? Seven, no. Mexico City 716. Where are they? Gina, Journey found it. It was between them, them Deep South, and uh, the place right over on Harlem. The hell's it called? Donalon. Oh. It. Gotcha. So it was between those three, but we decided to go with this Mexico City. All these places are already like, done for pre-orders. You can't even order anymore. No kidding. One, people want to support local. And two, it's Cinco de Mayo. Three, it falls on Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Every place is packed. Yeah. No way. I mean, I've been having tacos for the past week straight, so I just want more. Did you get in on the pre-orders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sick. we're golden. All right. Would you think that I'll let that slide, I mean, I mean true. That's true. That's true. That's Michael true. Pizza comes on a Friday. Dude. It's every day for me. Every Friday. <laughs> get your slice Fridays. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We're out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.